This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Instead of saying things per se about Rav um, I think he would have appreciated more speaking about things that were important to him, valuable to him, and maybe give some words and some understanding to something that I think a lot of us have difficulties with. Uh, the shirt aspect of the yeshiva and Rabbi Enem's discipline was addressed. And yes, I think uh, quite a few people found it somewhat irritating to tuck in the shirt, to wear a shirt, and, and, you know, and, and something to, to tuck a shirt into. All of those things were a bit irritating. But you know, those were relatively minor, in a sense, to something that I think a lot of us wrestle with about yeshiva, this yeshiva, and specifically Rabbi Einar's approach to something. Um, I think most everybody sitting in the room <coughs> understands it's important to have a Jewish education. Many schools give a dabble of some Jewish studies, and it's fine. The atmosphere is Jewish, the food's kosher, because wearing a yarmulke, and it's nice. We all, I guess, pretty much agree you need to know some halachas. Today you don't need to know Hebrew for halachas. You could just... You, there are plenty of English kitsurim. One handbook, one kitsurim in English probably does it for you. Um, Jewish philosophy, Jewish ideas, fine, somewhat, a little musser. Those are things I think most everybody would begrudgingly admit it's important. But Gemara is the really tough one. Um, Gemara is tough. It takes a long time till it becomes interesting takes even longer time till it becomes extremely interesting. There's a long, long uphill road for it to become satisfying. It requires a lot of time. It requires spending nice Sundays when you could be outside playing ball and whatever else, and instead putting your nose to grindstone, learning about things that are probably not going to be all that relevant. Uh, Baba Metzia, some parts of it more, some parts less. Very few people at this stage aspire to become a Dayan. And really, the, the, the core curriculum of the yeshiva, which is Gemara, which has traditionally been Gemara, and for all of you, is something, it's sort of an unasked question that hangs over the entire yeshiva. Mm-hmm. To Rav Einimer, it was doubly important, and any time there was some adjustment made for any other activity, there was quite a lot of grumbling. And even if begrudgingly he felt, yes, we need to do another trip, another Zmiris of some sort, some other event, it always was with the sense that a lot is being given up by taking an hour of Gemara or for something else. He was a stickler. That was the curriculum, that was the core curriculum, and anything else really had to prove itself to take the part of it. And I'd like, we have a few minutes to talk about why, and try to understand it a little more maturely, it's understanding why it's important also requires a bit of effort, mental effort. But since we're doing it and this is what we're about, I think it's important to try to think a bit about it. Let's ask, a, let's, let's, let's picture a following conversation. I ask somebody, we have a choice of two desserts, chocolate, strawberry. Um, what do you prefer? The person, hard question. 
Let me think a minute. I thought about it, and I prefer chocolate. Now, the equivocation, the word over there that's being terribly, terribly maligned in that whole conversation is think. In other words, um, what am I actually doing? What's the process that I'm doing when I'm thinking about the chocolate versus the strawberry? The mind is multifaceted. What we call the mind or brain has many parts to it. And part of it is a meter reading, just like there's a meter reading for electricity, for gas, for water. It used to be in my days. Today it's done already electronically, but there was a gauge there. What I'm trying to do is actually run strawberry down my mind. I get strawberry gives me a 15, run chocolate down the mind, that, that's a 20, so it'll be chocolate. So the mind is sort of a passive organ, just like when you dip a finger in a cup of water and you can tell how hot it is. Let's go something a little bit, a little bit, uh, a, a step better than that. Somebody gets me very roused up, and he says they should go and they should kill, I don't know, Afghanis, Osama bin Laden, Americans, makes no difference. And the person really, really fires me up. And I say, you know, I really think we ought to do this and that. You get it all the time on TV when they'll interview somebody. The word I think is also equivocated. I think means my emotions are very hot and passionate, and this is where they are, and this is the level it at. There was no active process of working through the issue, deciding the framework on which I'm working through, and, 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 and then carrying out and making decisions about how to carry out something. None of that was there. It's passions, emotions. Sometimes they're very good ones. Sometimes they're not good ones. But at the end of the day, the mind, when I say think, it's the same thing. It's an evaluation process of emotions. It's part of life. You know, yes, eating, you know, deciding what we like, you know, evaluating what we like is, is part of life. You do have to choose, uh, you know, chocolate or strawberry. You do get caught up in movements and ideologies and, and so on. But none of that has anything to do with thinking. No, something that doesn't have, something that's not real thinking, doesn't have a moral value in the sense the Torah does not address a person who's not a bendas. A person doesn't have a capability of a decision, a thinking decision, is, 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 is not obligated to keep any Torah. A young, a minor, an incomp mentally incompetent person, a person under duress, and, and all of these categories, because the, what we see ourselves as people, we see ourselves as people who can be charged with some sort of sense of moral obligation. The only part of the brain that that's addressed to is the thinking part of the person. And if you don't have that ability, and if you're not doing it, that's exempt. That's out of the realm of, of, of really um, religious obligation. And in sense, you're not even a human being. A, a horse also makes decisions whether it prefer apples or carrots. Throw an apple and a carrot, and the horse will think a moment or two and make a decision. I can get a dog very angry 
and a dog will really <coughs> think that he wants to, you know, beat up or tear up this this person. Those are not that's not the word thinking. It, it happens in this part of the anatomy, but but it's not thinking in the, in, in what we describe as thinking. The part that's thinking is where the person rises above physical sense of comfort, discomfort, above emotional um, heat, and now has worked out a framework for decisions, weighs different issues, comes across with decisions of right and wrong. And without that, the person just doesn't have it. You know, to some degree, we're always making these tiny decisions, but that's not what a person is. So if I want to ask a person, what is it? In the world of Torah, what is, there's so many activities we need to do. There are so many emotions we need to partake of. But the key is, what is, what's, how have we gotten to where we've gotten? Sometimes we do things just because it's comfortable, it's convenient. Is it a mitzvah? It's a mitzvah. How much is it, what's its value? It's, it's value, but not, not, it, it's not the core of it. A person can get absorbed in an emotion. But until a person hasn't reached that sense of being able to think it through, understand it, and, then, and implement it as a result of having understood it, the person is not there yet. I, I'd like um, just to share a, a sense of Rabbi Einimer had Yitzhahara. And his Yitzhahara was a tremendous passion for honesty and a tremendous visceral dislike for dishonesty, for meanness, for a lot of things. And being a Kohen, he was a man of very powerful emotions. It came across when he spoke and when he spoke to him. And he would be sometimes furious at the way somebody had acted, things that he had done, and so on. He would spend hours pacing the floor to be able to reach a rational decision about what to do, about what's effective strategically, what's right. Not always when a person has a positive passion for something or a positive emotion, is it right? And his, his, his struggle was between giving in to a, 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 an emotion, a passion, which was a positive one at its root, to overriding it and doing it with seichel, and doing it with a decision and a consideration of Torah as the seichel understands it and interprets it. There's a letter written by the Chazanish, small piece I'd like to read because it's very apropos. Chazanish was asked by people to join in some sort of crusade about something or other that he felt positive about its content. He understood the people and their emotions, why they were so wrong about it, but he felt it was a wrong decision. I'll just read it's Samachdal in the third in the third uh, uh, book of his. He says, um, after weighing it carefully, I've decided not to do anything, not to do something for a hidden reason. Despite the fact that I admire, love, and understand your purity of heart, I understand your passion, 
and your devotion to the cause to str- <coughs> and, and feel positive about the struggle. And I understand how hurt, how hurt you are from what's happening. He says, but he said, what can I do? Having struggled to study Torah through such difficulties as, as, that is, are impossible to describe has given me qualities that I can no longer go by emotions, even after coming from very pure and holy motives, and I must prefer what Seichel tells me by Torah over feelings that are holy but mixed with anger, bitterness, and resentment. That's the letter. And I think of, of the, the noblest struggles of Rev. Enema, I think this is it. And I think when a, we need to understand that what you're doing in these years, when, when every part of yourself wants to run, scream, yell, you know, let out emotions, enjoy, and so on, that when you learn to park yourself down and to spend hours back and forth on a point, we're learning about Metzia. All of life is Ze'omekula Shali. We see the world as Ze'omekula Shali. I see it as being mine. That's the first half of the Mishnah. The second half of the Mishnah is the other person also sees it part of his, and we need to start adjudicating what makes it his, what makes it yours, why would he be the one, to, to, that we, why should he be the owner, why would you be the owner. It's a way of looking at things not through the primitive <coughs> sense of self and ownership, but rather being able to take a bird's eye view over it. So I think just these few words, um, understanding that it's a long, uphill struggle, and then this, it becomes very rewarding. You see from the older boys that are learning, it becomes extremely enjoyable. It, bec- it, it becomes something that becomes very fulfilling in its own right. But more important, if you're ever to be people who are independent, in the sense that you're not beholden to what you like or don't like, you're not beholden to what you feel or don't feel, but you can actually decide and think and, and, and act because to, to the best abilities that God gave you, you've made a decision. That is because you're sitting and learning Gemara, and Bob Metziah specifically. I can't think of anything that he would have wanted more to pass on to the yeshiva than to emphasize and to try to give over the, the, the primacy of, of, of the learning and the learning Gemara especially and the learning, the tough sugis especially, that he, that he was so strong about. May, may the Talmud Torah that we do in the yeshiva and the learning, the quantity and the quality be uh, Leilinish Muslim. Amen.